And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Shit Podcast, man. We're here with the Crypto Boys. Yep. It's going to be a money Friday, okay? Sure, Miguel. Let's get Let's, into it. Let's go. We are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Hit Podcast, man. We got some new signage in the back, as y'all can see, man. Rumble.com slash Fresh and Fit, guys. Check us out over there, man. As you guys know, uh, we went ahead and we're working with Rumble, and we're going to start posting on Rumble starting uh, next week. We're also on Locals, guys. Freshandfit.locals.com. We're no longer on Patreon. We're migrating over to Locals. Mo has already started posting content on there. Um, So, yeah. And and me and Fresh, we're going to start putting a lot of content on there. I'm going to start putting workouts on there for y'all. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to start doing double dates. First, we're going to start behind the scenes. Uh, b- doing the behind the scenes. So now that we can live stream and shit like that, you guys are going to get a lot of content on local. So mm-hmm. be prepared and be ready for an onslaught of outside content. I know a lot of you guys like to see what the hell I'll be doing in my free time. So you guys will see exactly how boring. And for guest updates, who's coming on the show? If you want to know firsthand, get on local school. We'll do like a drop first there. Yeah. So you guys mm-hmm. know who's coming on the show. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that we can go live on there is huge, guys. Yep. So y'all, y'all are going to catch us on locals quite a bit. All right. Uh, also, guys, check us out on Megaphone, man. If you guys like to listen to the audio version of the podcast, you don't have time or you can't watch the video version for obvious reasons because we're banned everywhere. Go and check us out on Megaphone, guys. we got two different channels, Fresh to Fan, Fresh Fit After Hours. Mo's been uploading religiously behind the scenes. Uh, the megaphone stuff. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to get everything up to date, go have a head over there on megaphone. Just make sure you wear headphones so you don't get fired from your job. After this, the day after the show airs. After okay, show the day, the day after? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, y'all get it within 24 hours pretty much. Sheesh. Uh, and then uh, to chat with to chat with uh, fellow other Fresh and Fit supporters, guys, go ahead and check us out on discord.gg slash Fresh and Fit. Man, we got almost 10,000 people in there, man. So check Crazy. us out over there. Also get the merch, com. Check out our other YouTube channels called Fresh and Fit Clips, guys. We post two to three clips on there per day. We put three clips and then uh, two shorts every single day, man. So check us out over there if you don't got time to watch the full pot. And then, Fresh, you want to talk about your vlog channel? Yes, Vlogs Daily. We're posting on Saturday a triple date live stream on the channel. It's going to be me, minus Nico. So oh, top into God. that. It's going to be crazy. Got some bodies pulling up. Going to be a movie. 100K in the way? No. 200K? Let's go. Yes, we're going to do some uh, hurrah things, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, guys, check us out over there on uh, on Fresh Prince CEO's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And then also, guys, check me out on Fed1811. As you guys know, I break down criminal cases on there. Uh, the most recent one I did for all you conspiracy theorists people, a.k.a. I went ahead and I covered 9-11. was an inside job, part two of three. Um, I went into, you know, the airplane situation, how the Twin Towers had a strange terrorist policy taken out right bef- a month before the towers went down, how they were filled with asbestos and they couldn't necessarily afford to redo the whole shit. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things that I covered on it. But so who did it? I mean, I don't know, bro, but I will say this. <laughs> Going through that documentary, yeah. there are some very interesting things that were brought up that a lot of the general public doesn't know. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of facts. Because the thing is that they, they never come to the conclusion that it was an inside job. They just outline the facts of this doesn't make sense. And then also the fact that the towers toppled in a certain way that is more indicative of mm. uh, demolition 
versus being hit by a plane, if that makes sense. So they open up to your like imagination of who did it. Yeah, it, it, it basically, yeah, like there's inconsistencies with how the official report goes, the official commission report that was released in 2004 versus like what actually occurred. Like there's no real explanation for a lot of the situations. But if you guys want to check that stuff out, man, go ahead and check it out. It's an unbiased. It's a whole 9-11 series. I made a playlist on it. It's like damn near six or seven videos. I cover everything from the 93 World Trade Center bombing to 9-11 attacks to the FBI investigation to the CIA tracking down bin Laden to the Navy SEALs killing bin Laden, what they found in his house. Then we cover in the conspiracy theory now so it's going to be like a nine part series or some shit like that when it's all said and done uh and then we'll go back to serial killers after that but other than that fuck all that we're here to talk about money not terrorists there you go. yeah and crypto yeah and so guys we know who the hell you guys are but the audience might not can you guys introduce yourself to the audience real quick for sure man hey i'm dollar cost crypto been in crypto since 2016 started the crypto mindset course with charlie who's in studio now yeah man i, I, can't, I, I can't believe i've seen the guy from the waist up <laughs> Normally, right? That's all you see on the screen. But you see a person like, damn, Charlie's a real person. That's yeah. a robot. Yeah, yeah exactly. So Ted Dan has legs. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's nice to meet you guys too. No, and I, I think I've been uh, speaking with Myron, you know, uh, since 2019 about yeah. crypto, helping him out. So it's like, hey. Yeah, it's good to meet you guys in person uh, finally. So yeah, and he's tall as hell. Goddamn, yeah, he's, he's like six one. Yeah, he ain't short man. I, I like stood up. I was like, oh shit, this dude's tall as hell. But he has legs. Oh, yeah, he's wearing pants. Yeah, he's just in the waist. Yeah, yeah, because all you guys watch the Tokyo Crypto Show and everything else like that back in the day, like it's yeah. just all you see is just the top head of his head, and you're like, or the, the top of his body. So you're yeah. like, what the hell? But no, man, we're happy to have you guys here today, guys. We're going to be talking about cryptocurrency, man. As y'all know, the course is out. So if you guys want to get your money, go ahead and click the link below and jump in on the course. Um, but we're going to cover more about what's going on. The FTX, bear market, FTX. We're going to cover a on. bunch of different topics, guys, because like I said before, when there's blood in the streets, it's time to eat. A lot of you guys look yeah. at it. Oh, bear market. Oh, my God. I should be in crypto. This is where you're going to make the most money, guys, mm-hmm. right now when the market's down. So um, I'll turn it to you, man. What do y'all, what, what do y'all want to hit first? On this? Current marketplace for crypto? Let's hit up down let, bad. Or FTX. <laughs> let's, 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 let's go into FTX a little bit. FTX first. All right. Sure. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Part, hey, of, the, I, I, I part of the current market situation being FTX. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Tell yeah, me what yeah. the hell FTX is. What's going on? What happened, brother? Yeah. Right, like, right. What's, what's, Tell us. What's up here? Whoo. Telenovelas, what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. So, okay. So, FTX is a centralized exchange. Uh, that's mostly pitched to people in the United States, but it's also international. It was an exchange that a lot of big celebrities, Tom Brady and a bunch of other, I think Shaq as well also yeah. promoted it. And, um, you know, a gang of other YouTubers. It was really, it was the second largest exchange on the planet. Binance is the biggest exchange. Then it's FTX. And basically bigger than Coinbase. It's bigger than Coinbase. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In daily volume, I think they ran about 2% of all crypto market. Oh, um, something like a two to 5%, something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's always pretty crazy. So basically what happened is these guys were gambling with um, their own funds. They lost a ton of cash. And then what they started doing is they stole their customers money on the platform. So, you know, people, when you don't know much about crypto, you just leave all your Bitcoin and Ethereum on the app. Right. So that's pretty much what happened. So they stole somewhere between, it looks like they took about $4 billion of user funds. Oh shit! Four billion dollars of user funds. Then, then transfer that money off to the Alameda Research, which was their hedge fund, which they're not allowed to do. You're not. You're not. Even if, even if you have two companies, you're not. You're not supposed to intermingle money like that. Yeah. Well, Um, two totally different types of businesses, too, right? Correct. What was Alameda Trust? Okay, it was a hedge fund. Hedge fund fund based in the Bahamas versus you know uh, FTX, which is based out of Hong Kong, and I think they have a place in the United States as well. Okay. But that's supposed to be an exchange. I mean, I thought that'd be California. 
Yeah, I think yeah. they might have taken the name from there. Okay. But yeah, yeah, like they cross, you know, basically these two businesses, which should never um, be related whatsoever. Right. Mm, okay. So that four billion they took was basically loan personal. He, it was so they they're they're just because more and more information is coming out right now. That four billion was basically just. Sam just took it for himself as a loan for personal use. Whoa! Wait, Lit- wait. Isn't this a guy that was not buying cars in a Toyota Corolla? Yep. Yep. No mm-hmm. brand name clothes. He Sam, to give who, away all his the, the owner of uh, the, the the lead guy of the I think uh, oh, arena stuff. Okay, yeah. bro, that's crazy. He was a minimalist, minimalist yes. lifestyle. Is that what he used to claim? Yeah, that's yeah. What he claimed, but he had a forty million dollar house in the Bahamas oh. for orgies, and now. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> well, you, you showed us the evidence, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, well not really evidence, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so okay. So that that was a problem. So they, they were le- they were levered up and everything, right? And um, what, what this is the crazy part. He took all that money. He took that four billion dollars, and he was trying to give half a billion dollars to Elon Musk. And Elon Musk basically went like. Oh, this is my bullshit detectors going off. Yeah. Mm. We're, we're like, look at the business. He shouldn't have that much cash, op- like just for like investing. That, for investing in business, because most of his liquid cash, because he's a, I think, ten or twelve billion dollar guy. Yeah. Um, but most of his earnings or most of his net worth was in the FTT token. Yeah. Which basically is now gone to you know from like I think it was like forty dollars, and then now it's gone down to like nothing two or zero. Two, yeah. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. Nothing. yeah. It's bad. So wow. so pretty much so that, he couldn't have basically yeah. given Elon Musk any money to get into the Twitter deal. Right. Yeah. But Shit. about a week later, I think Elon took it from CZ. Instead, he took like a half a million, half a billion dollars to, yeah. uh, you know, float the Twitter deal. So, <laughs> so the two biggest exchanges in the world, right? Binance and FTX were pretty much like, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's like Pepsi Coke. They're trying to be better than each other. Right. Yeah. But I heard that they were friends at one point, but then they became enemies. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think they, cause it was interesting. We were talking about this on your show just the other day. Hmm. Um, they kind of started out like some of the early, talkings between them it seemed like ftx was kind of threatening binance to kind of like counter trade them and some stuff like this Mm. and so they might have started out as like frenemies right yeah and then they ended up uh binance ended up investing in ftx then it ended up taking its money out of its investment earlier this year and then ftx went down but uh and then they basically abandoned them right because Mm. of bad business practices so um yeah it's kind of like full circle i think because i saw all the tweets between both parties oh you saw yeah yeah. tweets were kind of like cryptic like for example they were saying hey if you do this i'm gonna do this it's like what the hell like it's like a strategy behind it i don't know what i mean so so normally right if you're gonna sell like let's just say have a billion dollars of tokens Mm. you don't tell anybody you're selling that because if you you tell like hey you guys i'm gonna sell a billion dollars of of ethereum tomorrow everyone's gonna know everyone's gonna know and then the price will go down and you'll just get less money you're gonna short it on purpose right exactly right because you're like oh shit let me short it or like oh fuck let me sell my ethereum let the billion and then i'll buy my ethereum back and i'll have more ethereum right yeah. but cz did this because pretty much here's what happened in the back room all right so sam bankman for you the main guy from ftx he was at one point was the largest campaign contributor to the biden administration yeah during the presidential run then he became the uh, yeah mo could you bring him up on screen uh the uh sam guy screen. yeah sam? on screen bro on screen on screen yeah. so <laughs> so he, I, uh, yeah, I think he did something like, uh, what was it? I think like thirty-seven million dollars. The Biden. The Biden. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and that was just for, uh, like, basically what the the idea was was that was for the uh, campaign. The campaign for him being for president, president versus Trump. Right. Versus and then Trump. he yeah. did another thirty to forty million, or sorry, yeah, thirty to forty million yeah. just in September for, for the, the Democratic midterms. Party for the midterms. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so eighty million altogether, it looks like. Pretty much from him, from, from him, him and then to, there's to the also, Biden administration overall, right? And then there's other and colleagues that, like him there. Um, Sam Bankman, Bankman Freed. Okay, but, can we enlarge it? You got to probably just, hit Control Plus real quick. Elmo. How old is this guy? Uh, 30? 29, 30. Yeah, yeah. says so 30 now. Yeah, he just turned 30. He's from uh, Stanford. Okay, California. 
Yeah. Both parents. Oh my God. Like I did a whole show on this whole thing. It, it, he is the most, his entire family is so connected into the government. It is insane. Damn. Like, both like, lawyers too. Both lawyers, Stanford grads, MIT's everything. His, his supposed, so he pretty much like, Man, dude, this story can it's gonna be crazy. Well, so we did a whole three hour stream on it, so we gotta kinda do tea. Yeah, we go too long, didn't read version. Too long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. version. So, yeah. so pretty much he made mm-hmm. he invested all this money with the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And basically what he was getting back was he was putting out a bill that was gonna cut out Binance and every other exchange except Coinbase. It was gonna oh, he was gonna monopolize everything yeah. with Coinbase and, and FTX only. Okay. And CZ and Kraken and Gemini. So he was going to get rid of Binance. That yeah. was his main thing was yeah. to get rid of them? In the U.S. Okay. And that, at least, that would, yeah, that would really hurt them. them in the U.S. because yeah. of regulations and stuff like this. And okay. then the other angle, which is if you put a little bit of a tinfoil hat on, uh, potentially he was making... Hat ready. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> so potentially he was, you know, making these deals with the government. Was, was he put in place by somebody? Was he uh, like kind of, you know, what's... Why is he making so many stupid mistakes? Like uh, all the trading that they were doing, like they were making billions and billions of dollars. They yeah. were making it what, like twelve million dollars a day in profit. So ten to twelve million dollars a day in profit every day. Yeah, like the FTX was ju- just the business. Yeah, wow. and they still blew up the business, right? Yeah, and wow. so it's some of these things. It's like, are they that stupid to put all that leverage in the system to borrow that money between places to steal money and move money around like that? Are they that stupid? Because like uh, the head of FT or sorry, the head of Alameda, um, she basically said. She doesn't use stop losses. She doesn't use math. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On and a, so live. What? On camera. Yeah. Many times. So, so this is, this is what I've heard behind the scenes. You can correct me if I'm wrong. So apparently Sam's parents are working like the intergovernment. Yes. And as a result, they're lawyers. They know the laws in and out, what it can and can't do. They made some of the laws. Exactly. And so they were able. Sorry, go ahead. No, the only thing I was going to add to that was um, I think it was Caroline, the Almeida CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, her dad hired Gary Gensler at MIT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This goes deep, and then, you know, the, Gary Gensler is the head of the SEC, which is making regulations for crypto now. Gary Gensler has been trying to get the uh, CFTC to get. Basically, the CFTC wants Bitcoin to be a commodity uh, as well as Ethereum. And then the SEC wants it to be a security so that basically can shut down the crypto market and regulate it a lot harder. So so these two agencies are kind of in a a little bit of a gang war of like who's going to control crypto. Basically, yeah. right? So, right. It, and, uh, what, and what's the other one stand for? CT, CFTC, CFTC. Well, what does that stand for? Uh, what was the, the, the I think it was a commodities trade commission. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, commodities it's, it's commodities trading. basically. Okay, so one is a securities yeah. exchange, the other one is a commodities exchange, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, so they're trying well, both of them are competing to, re- to get basically get control of cryptocurrency in the United States to yes. regulate it, correct? It's like ah. a land grab. It's like, okay, who, he who gets the land first gets to choose like what the borders are, okay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All right, and, so. And so, like, uh, the reason why I mentioned Gary Gensler is because um, right now he's basically kind of fighting for that corner. And he's put himself in a bad position because in May he went to FTX in the Bahamas. And right? Gary Gensler is the head of SEC? The SEC. Okay. Mm, right. And Security Exchange Commission. Which yep. is supposed to be a regulatory body that protects all Americans in financial situations, yeah. right? Yeah. He went to the Bahamas, met with both FTX and Almeida in the same office with the daughter of the guy who hired him at MIT and still did not sniff the bullshit that was already pretty much known at the time by some of the people inside the industry, right? And he's a guy who's the head of the SEC who's supposed to be doing a damn good job. And he went to their office, talked to these two people who couldn't figure it out or something else was talked about. Right. And that and that, that is a conflict of interest. Right. Yeah. Huge conflict of interest. So the CEO so remember how we were talking about that hedge fund element research, right? Yeah. The CEO is Caroline and Caroline is the girlfriend on and off girlfriend of Sam. Right. 
So he put his girlfriend <laughs> as the head of uh, head of a FTX. Of, of, no, no, as the head of the trading firm of um, the hedge fund of Alameda Research. Yes, in, in the Bahamas. Okay. In the Bahamas. So right? his girlfriend is the head. He's the head of FTX. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, there. I mean, it seems like to, to me now this were to get a little bit of conspiracy theory here. And that's the it, same chick that said that I don't know how to trade or stop losses yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. No math. So you said conspiracy time. So it could, I mean, it's barely conspiracy. It, the tip for hats. So it, it seems like. <laughs> So obviously the families are Jewish, right? And all that stuff, right? Oh, shit. Here oh, we God. go. <laughs> Here we YouTube, go. We love so, YouTube. Here so, we go, man. So, Boom, so these are very, you know, very rich and powerful families, well-connected in the government. Both, I mean, this, the parents work at MIT, the other ones are Stanford. And it looks to me like this was more of an arranged marriage mm. sort of thing, mm -hmm. where like, as they got into age, they literally worked for each other's families. Okay. As Both families are affluent. They're affluent, yeah. and they're helping each other out, and then and they kind of paired them up together, mm. pretty much. Okay. But then, the, like all their past, well, this is where it gets really strange. Is these people? They, they were all on basically methamphetamine, um, and they were methamphetamine, Ritalin, Adderall, and then they were on some sort of um, I'm not sure if it was Parkinson's medicine or something. But they were basically they were just doing tons and tons of drugs, basically. Yeah. God damn. And they put all the main people of Alameda Research and all the main people of FTX were basically getting together in the Bahamas having orgies. Right. What a <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Very uh, professional verified. business, right? Verified. I, I, don't like how. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. But, but so just to give a summary. Sure. So I heard from an inside source, basically, for example. The founders are tied to the government. Yes. They're, they're both working together. And in essence, what's happening is that like they know the laws, they know the rules. So technically speaking, they kind of bypassed some things themselves yes. and got into like certain circles because they know the laws. And as a result, they've been able to make this go longer than it should have because of their ties. But mm. my thing is like, are they going to be charged for this? Because I feel like at this point, the public knows. I hope. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to add to that that's really important too, right? Mm. Right before they got uh, liquidated and all their money is like basically gone, right? Mm. Um, they gave a, what? Was it you said before forty million? Yeah, forty million to the to the, to the, to the, to the Democratic Democrats. Party. Yeah, so that also right. But um, right now, what's going to happen to them is in December. So <laughs> you want to share the thing about Maxine Waters? But uh, you know the yeah, yeah yeah yeah. But you mentioned it after I mentioned this. But basically, in December, he's going to a hearing in front of the Congress. Um, and they're basically going to grill him kind of like they grilled Zuckerberg mm. back in the day on yep. like uh, put him under oath and ask him a bunch of questions. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Wow. So they're going to do that, but. Max, I mean, the, so so last year around this time, Maxine Waters was like blowing kisses to Sam. Hey, Sam. Who's Maxine Waters? Ma uh, basically, um, what, she's what, the one who runs those hearings a lot. Yeah, she time. runs a bunch of those hearings. So she's going to be the one that's going to oh, okay. be grilling him and stuff, right? Oh, she's going to be the one, one of the ones asking the questions? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. So he's and, got friends. He's got friends. And so imagine the person that's going to grill you was last year going like, hey, Sam. Oh, my God. <sighs> Love you. Mm -hmm. And now he's like, I'm like, now she's now she's like done a full 180 he's like i hate this kid we're gonna we're gonna grill him like crazy yeah. and so when last year he was she was literally blowing kisses at him so, so also i heard as well you can correct me if i'm wrong that they were funding a lot of the ukraine uh yes, su yes. Uh, supplies yep. and funding and what happened was they did a u-turn so they gave it to ukraine but end up turning to political uh funding as well mm -hmm. which is crazy yep so much you, you give money to support ukraine yeah giving it to ukraine in disguise of maybe uh food shelter but it's really going to the government yeah, it's really going to Zelensky. That's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, Ukraine much. is very, uh, yeah. people, I mean, know this, that Zelensky and his regime has been, you know, stealing money for decades. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what mm. they've been doing. Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in, in Shout Eastern Shout out to Europe. Biden, baby. Mm. That's yeah. wild, though. So, um, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting how this stuff all comes together, Geopolitics right? always plays a role yeah, to right. some degree. Well, and I think people don't understand. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, crypto's bad. You know, this, uh, like, 
some people are like, oh, Bitcoin had a problem, right? It's like, no, 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 FTX, an exchange, a centralized exchange within crypto had a problem. Yeah. The rest of crypto is fine. If you were in DeFi, right? If you had your um, stuff on a MetaMask or a cold storage wallet and you were interacted with most DeFi exchanges and not centralized exchanges and t unless you had to, you didn't lose any money. Yeah. yeah, it's the equivalent to like for all the guys out there that are kind of newer to crypto. Like, think of it as like Bank of America is going through some issues, but that doesn't mean that money is bad. Right. right. You, got, you guys right. get what I'm saying? Like, one bank is going down, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the whole currency in itself is null and void. No, the money is still fine. The currency is still fine. The asset in this case is still fine. It's just that one of the ways to get said asset from one location is compromised now, which right. is FTX. So I had a friend, right, that before the news broke out, he tried to pull his money out at the X for some reason. He got like a hint, whatever, mm -hmm. and he, he it froze. He couldn't do it. Yeah. Mm. So he's like, Some, something's wrong here. So he, he he did like a um, what was it? A swap? I forgot what he did. He saw what's happening before it happened, and he bought another uh coin, whatever. And basically, he made his money back. Yeah. But like when your money's frozen in in like a coin, is that a bad sign? Frozen in oh, an exchange. For, exchange. Yeah, it's terrible, right? Because like uh, there's sometimes like people complain about Coinbase for this reason. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Coinbase will be like, oops, we had a you know error on our system for two days. You can't withdraw your money. And then, yeah. oh, we're back on again. What happened during that time? There might have been a huge crash in the crypto price. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And they want to make sure they're liquid. And it's a small strategy. It's okay. You kind of fudge it a little bit. You know, Binance does it the same. They did it for three days Stock uh, in January well. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure everyone doesn't pull out all their money at the same time right yeah. you know right. uh i'm sure cryptocurrencies practice the same things that banks do fractional reserve banking right yep. where like realistically speaking guys you guys do realize that like bank of america only has 10 percent of yep. the cash that it's supposed to have right. on paper they only have like if they say 100 million they might have like 1 million or 10 right. million in the actual bank that you can use so I'm sure cryptocurrencies yeah. are like that too, where they're lending out the rest. But they're not supposed exchanges? to. But they're not supposed to. Well, oh. the exchanges don't. Okay, so it is there. But they're not supposed. They, well, they have done, and they're all getting in trouble for it now. Okay, okay. Right? The ones that have uh, done it right don't, don't okay. really do that. Basically, but, okay. but they don't want you everyone pulling out their money at the same no, time, no, which is why they no do that bullshit. Ever, no, yeah, right. no exchange, so, no business. No one ever wants you to sell everything at the same time. Yeah, because it will insta crash. Any so yeah. if, if everyone here in Miami decided to like, let's just say all of Brickles decided to sell the building, all buildings at the same time, the price would just crash and like. Nothing. It fucks everything up. It fucks yeah. everything up, right? There's not enough. There's never enough liquidity, right? So we have the power. Yeah. So mm. yep. So it's all about. So if we if we give something value, right? Mm. If if we said this with this desk, which is very valuable, if everybody says this desk is the most valuable desk in the world, it, like it is worth billions because mm. everybody in the world is like this. This is that desk, right? So anything that we give value to has value because people have the power. We like we make people famous, right? Yeah. Because we give yeah. our attention out. Well, and, true. and Fresh made a good point too, right? Yeah. Like we do have the power yeah right meaning if you choose to use crypto that is a way for you to basically take some power back in this particular system mm -hmm. and you have to use it with the DeFi side if you use centralized exchanges you're basically trusting other people and what's the point of being in crypto unless you're going to be your own bank right mm. you, that's the whole point of being in crypto is to have your self-sovereignty and to have uh the money within your control so right. um it's kind of good that some of this stuff is happening to the exchanges essentially so, so that basically it's kind of like there's two forms of economics uh taught uh, keynesian economics is the way that usually most universities teach economics and there's austrian economics the difference is with keynesian economics debt is good and with uh, austrian economics basically when if a business does poorly instead of bailing them out and paying off their debts it's let them go bankrupt yeah. and so crypto acts more like austrian economics which is like hey just let these companies go bankrupt weed out the the bad companies yeah. and then the new DeFi companies that will solve these problems will come in you, you said the other term one was kensington 
uh, Keynesian economics. Keynesian. Is that what we practice here in the States where we're banking out, we're bailing out the big banks yeah. that fuck exactly. up? Printing money, printing print, print money. The yeah. entire yeah. world global financial yeah. system. Now, I want to say, I want to say one thing because I saw a chat earlier and stuff about like, like all your money being insured in the bank. It is up to $100,000 per account, <laughs> right? So if you really have a lot of money, that money's uninsured. Now, if this, most, if there was like a big bank, let's, let's just say something like Bank of America or, or Wells Fargo or something like that, there were not, the American public would just freak the hell out because it's one of the top banks in the world. What would happen is the Federal Reserve would print the money to give everyone their money back if that did happen. Mm. Now, the, F, the FDIC is not enough. It's only 100000 bucks for the most part. Per so, account or per bank? Per, per account. Damn. Per, Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you shouldn't even hold more than $100,000 anywhere. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Except for <laughs> in some gold in your backyard yeah. and some Bitcoin in your cold storage. You know? <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. It's only up to $100,000. You better just, off yeah. keep it cash under, under your bed at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Better off. Yeah. Own land. Yeah. Well, this why, yeah. That's why I'm so big on guys. Like if you have, you know, over six uh, uh, six months to a year of savings, you really need to just put that shit into an asset, bro, because yep. it doesn't benefit you. Now Now, I, now you can't even insure it over 100, 100K. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think they may have raised it to 250 Okay. Something like that. But still, it's it's not it's not enough. And but 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 either way, oh, two fifty k is what yeah, you're saying. The, okay. the, the bank might not does not have enough money to give you all that money back. So mm -hmm. if, the, if there was a big run on the bank, how, like like you said, the fractional reserve, then we got ten percent of the money there at most. Mm -hmm. How are they going to give you the money back? Damn, right. That's true. So, but if, if that were to happen, I mean, basically they would shut down all the banks, and the government would just they would they would print the money. Like, what are you going to let all the people just go crazy? You know, they would print the money. You know, they print money for everything. They'll, they'll, that would be one event where like the government would be like. Yeah. I mean, and they did it for COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah. 40 percent of the money that's in circulation right now, it was printed in 2020. That's yep. wild, bro. That's fucking wild. Uh, <laughs> some chats right, here? Yeah, I hit some of these chats. Yo, we already got uh, 2600 plus y'all in here. So do me a quick favor, guys. Like the video. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. This is going to be one of those value type pods where we give you guys a yeah. bunch of information. We're not going to try to push a course down your throat. We're going to give you a lot of, uh, you know, active information on what's going on with the crypto market. Yeah. How's Miami treating you guys? Any near misses in traffic? Uh, not to my knowledge. What? DOCCC and uh, the Citadel helped me hit my first 10K portfolio in three sheesh. months. We started with 1K. DCC, you know what's next. Can I get a sheesh? sheesh. There you go, baby. All right. Uh, we James. Got, uh, James, uh, 65 bucks Mexican pesos. Uh, spent almost 1K in the crypto course because Myron said how Miguel helped him. Never got a response, though, IG through IG or Telegram. Realized that it was if this was all true, Mo would be set for after like 50 different types of courses pitched since he joined the team. What? What? what are yeah, you trying to say? Yeah, it's just basically somebody just talking Dang bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, good. I, I literally thought he was talking about like, in, yeah, because there's a there's a bunch of fake Instagrams. Yeah. And oh, stuff like, oh. You have to be careful with that. Yeah. Yes. And here's the other thing too, bro. Did you go into one of the Zoom calls? <laughs> like, uh, like yeah, for all the people that are saying this dumb shit, did you go into one of the Zoom calls? You guys have 10, 10 Zoom calls, right? Yeah. Like, uh, we have uh, day and night. 15 live and five pre-recorded. Yeah. If you didn't respond, just ask a question in the Zoom call. Yeah. yeah. So ask a question. So yeah. for anybody who does get into the crypto mindset course, here, yeah. here's the process, right? Um, basically, you go to uh, the affiliate link uh, there and make sure um, you press that with Fresh and Fit, right? And yeah. then you get into the website, you buy the course. Once you get uh, the purchase of the course within 24 hours, you will receive an email from our team um, at support at cultivatecrypto.com or charlie at cultivatecrypto.com and check your spam, check your uh, your promotions folder, your junk box and mm -hmm. check your inbox, check everything. If it's not there, send us an email at one of those places. That's what we put on the website as well. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when you contact us there, uh, one of my assistants will basically uh, get to you, get the, make sure the links are there. But within 24 hours, uh, even if you don't message us, right? Basically, you will that. get yeah. the link for the invite to the group and everything. So if you don't press that link, 
right? That's you don't I mean, you, got, you gotta use yeah. your fingers and press that computer button. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's not, yeah, guys, if you're not in the course, they're not going to respond to you on telegram. If you're like a right. random or whatever, and you got to join the zoom calls, like that's where all the sauces, you yeah, know, we have the support, support, they, support team. They do, so. it, they do it live. Yeah. Uh, Michael Mistro, $1. Thank you so much. I love his vibe. That's from P- Panginator. Okay. T money goes, Myron's hair is growing back. And that's the bottom line because so cold <laughs> said, so if you smell what the rock is cooking, I appreciate that. My friend. And for all the bitches that talk shit about my hair. Uh, with everything happening, where is the safest place to buy and hold cryptocurrency? I lost my coins on Celsius SMH. That's mm. from Josh Angel. And on a, either on a MetaMask connected to a Trezor, or just by just by a hard wallet. You just you want to have an ex, you want to have a wallet that's not on a centralized exchange, right? Yeah. So no Coinbase, no no Gemini, no nothing, no FTX. <laughs> yeah. yeah, make yeah. sure you hold your own seed phrases, your own private keys. Right. Uh, you control your crypto. If you have that, if a wallet doesn't allow you to do that, use a different wallet. And it's funny, okay. you guys must say that from like day one. Yeah, to always yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cold storage yeah. wallets. From yeah, day you've one. been saying that since forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just a couple, there's an example of some of the best wallets. So like MetaMask is a great wallet yeah. for that, for a hot wallet, which is a software-based wallet, but mm-hmm. um, you hold your own private which keys. Which is so connected to the internet. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then you got... Uh, Exodus was a great one, easy to use as well. And then you have Trezor uh, for the cold storage. So those three, if you just start with one of those or two of those, then you'll do very well. Yeah. Uh, Michael Mistroke, thank you so much. Michael Cholstein, cool. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for helping me figuring out women. And that's from Tyler uh, Coates. Coates. We got you. And then uh, Jonathan Hogu, shout out to you as well. Drew Duran goes, the politicians are funneling the money to Ukraine. Then it's going back into their own pockets, our taxpayer uh, dollars, corruption. Yep. Yeah, it happens, man. Happening, bro. Uh, Michael Cholstein, t- 10 bucks. Appreciate that. Um, and then yeah, fre- uh, Fresh's dog goes, government spent a ton on bailing out airlines. That is true. true. Yeah. Uh, right. Cause yeah, they were doing bad during the pandemic. I remember plane tickets were actually cheap, but now they're back <laughs> up. Uh, Ray Santos crypto just promoted your content, uh, to my 46 K Twitter followers. Stay ruthless. Okay. Thanks, thanks man. Uh, jewel hex ETH ILV. And that's from tap two for the win. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> for the win. And then do you think crypto should be regulated? What crypto exchanges do you trust? And should I have my crypto in different exchanges? That's from junior. That's a pretty good question. Mm-hmm. So, so the first question should be regulated. It's, yeah. it, there's going to be some regulation. Yeah, there has to be some, but it shouldn't be over-regulated. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, in, ter- in terms of, um, let's see, can you go back to the question? Where is it? Uh, uh, it's right. And then what crypto exchanges do you trust? So I, I like Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini. Okay. But you, you, you put your money in there, you get the coins you want, then you take the coins out of the exchange. You have to do that. We've always thought this from the beginning is that you have to take custody of your coins because yeah. if you don't take custody of your coins, you leave your money on the exchanges, you're going to lose your money. Yeah. That's what it. are some of the worst exchanges for the people? Well, FTX. Um, Robinhood, right? Robinhood is, a, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Robin Robin Hood is pretty bad. And it's actually oh, 9% of it's owned by Sam uh, from FTX. So, oh, shit. You know, don't oh, do that God. shit. Boom, oh, God. And um, uh, what was the other one uh, that I was thinking of? Oh, crypto. Crypto.com is not necessarily a bad exchange or company. Yeah, right. um, it's just right now they're kind of it's there's some rumors that they might be going through a liquidity crunch. Okay, um, so that you want to be careful with that one. Right gotcha. now, what we've told um, a lot of our guys on our channel and stuff like this is get your money. Like Miguel yeah. just said, get your money off a centralized exchange. Basically, yeah. make sure that you have your uh, keys in your wallet in like a hot wallet, which is like you said, software or on a connected online or cold storage. Either way, just get it off. And then the other thing that I think is important in addition to that um, part of the question essentially is if you have your money in stable coins, because people right now are waiting on the sidelines to buy crypto cheap, mm-hmm. right? That's a strategy right now. Um, if Bitcoin goes below, I would say uh, 14, 13, 12K area, yeah. some of these stable coins, um, they could start having some issues. Okay. Yeah. So we're telling people um, also like, 
for me personally, what I'm uh, planning to do essentially is as Ethereum dips down below $1,000, yeah. um, I will take the USDC and I'll get average it into Ethereum um, because I don't want any stable coins when Bitcoin, if Bitcoin were to go below $10,000, I don't care. I don't want stable coins because there could be an issue. It's not guaranteed that there would be or anything like that. Just I want to be extra cautious in this type of environment because um, it's one of the harshest downturn environments that we've experienced in America since 2008, right? Yeah. And so you want to just be extra careful because you don't know, uh, will a stable coin stay at its peg or not? Which ones will have issues, which ones won't? So personally, I just think it's good that you have your money in crypto off an exchange yeah. if Bitcoin starts going below fourteen or $13,000. Because if, if the prices get that low, we actually could get even good exchanges having liquidity problems where they can go down, like literally go out of business. So, okay. so we have, yeah, yeah, we have uh, some companies trying to attack uh, things like Tether. Okay. Right. So Tether has held its peg the majority of the time since it's been in existence. Are you talking about USD Tether? Right. Yes. USD dollar Tether. Yeah. And it, isn't that essentially just the US dollar, but on the exchange? Yes, yeah, exactly. It's but, a digital form of the dollar. Right. right. But okay. there's kind of a war going on between some of these stable coins. Some of the governments want to, the first thing that they're going to regulate come this December, one of the first uh, regulations they're going to try to put through is regulations on stable coins, right? Because the U.S. government- Which is Bitcoin be, and Ethereum. Those are right. the two main staple coins, right? No, no, no. Uh, USDT, U.S. dollar tether, uh-huh. um, USDC, okay. um, USD coin okay. um, by yeah. circle, and then BUSD. Binance oh, USD. Okay, okay. So not BTC or, or no, because no, stable Ethereum. coins are just the ones like you said that pay, are pegged to the dollar. Okay. Like stable to the dollar. Okay. And so since the US government controls the US dollar, they don't want somebody else in control of it, right? Okay. So they're All gonna right. regulate that first. Right. And we saw what happened with Luna, which uh was connected with a stable coin called UST. Okay. That was essentially there's theories whether it attacked, was it a collapse, yeah. you know, within there's, there's the system. Rumor, there's rumors Alameda Alameda Research is the one that hit that actually did the hit job on that. <laughs> Yeah, no, sure. this is crazy. Yeah. Some Dude, behind they, the scenes stuff, bro. Because it really, it, really crazy. Like, it really seems like they were they were imploding the crypto system on the inside in order to pass all this legislation that would benefit them to monopolize it. Okay. So all this is coming out right now, and it it it's you've got a lot of players saying like Alamina was basically just just doing all kinds of fuck shit in the market. But think about it, they're tied closely to those people that made the rules, so Correct. they can bend them how they want to. You, you want to yeah. know something crazy? Yeah, right. In two thousand eight, right? You know, you know the the economy the uh, crash and everything, right? Yeah. Sam's dad was one of the main lawyers who who made the rules on hedge funds. So of course since he knows all the tax tax rules and everything for for hedge funds in 2008 because of that they made this hedge fund of course they'll know every single loophole mm. to move money around legally, mm. right? Yeah. And then Sam's and Sam's mom, right? She ended up making one of the first super PACs, which is basically a, an organization to collect money from basically your citizens in order to invest money into politicians basically, right? Mm. From Silicon Valley. So it, yeah, so they're, they're that connected. It, it's it is on like a crazy level to the point where like we we with this whole show where it was like every family member was like like main people like Columbia this that I mean it's 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 insane like how well connected they are in government and to the Democratic Party. So imagine you're playing a game yeah and you know all the mods all the creators of that platform that work for you. You're playing on host. You're gonna win. Yeah, you got you got it's Game your connection. You, yeah, you, you you're <laughs> playing shark. on fucking host. You know what I mean? Like yep. your your shots register better than everyone else's. <laughs> Bro. So it's like you know yeah. no lag. Yeah, no Damn. lag for you. Mm -hmm. um, so so just so I make sure I understand this correctly sure, for sure. the audience. So you're saying that as as the stable coins, right? Your your you know your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, etc. 
they get more and more they go down like your volatility USD, your usdt your usdc yeah right the thing that you're like let's say you sold bitcoin and ethereum into a stable coin to protect your dollar value yeah right so then you're holding that stable coin usdc or, or uh usdt um whatever yeah and then uh you wanted to buy back into bitcoin and ethereum at some point yeah when the prices are low because when the price is low you know like these are the best prices we've had since 2015 relatively yeah. speaking so yeah. hell i want some of this right yeah and like uh, one thing that I'm worried could happen is all this stuff that's happening with governments attacking uh, stable coins like Tether and, and different things like this. You don't know what's going to happen in, you know, a uh, final capitulation phase of a bear market. So you want to protect yourself as much as possible. And so I think it's more safe to actually hold Bitcoin and Ethereum than it is to hold a stable coin. Gotcha. Okay. When we get to those bottom of the bear market. Because okay. no, no government can okay. stop those entities at okay. all. Yeah. They're, they're immutable, basically. They can't stop Bitcoin. For, so, so for the people that were like conservative before that were holding USD and all these other types of stable coins, right, that are backed by the U.S. dollar, it might be worth it to go over and actually get the co the, the stable coins. Yeah, stable coins, I mean. Yeah, like just start dollar cost. Like everyone's holding onto a bunch of like these dollars right now in, yeah. in the crypto system. It's kind of it's starting to get time to start dollar cost averaging in because if something were to happen and stuff, um, something could blow up on. Tether. Is that like a because I've never heard of this because I just buy the coin straight up myself, right? right. I just yeah. buy them. I don't. I'm not USD. Blah blah blah. Is that like a tactic that people do to kind of I guess be a little bit more conservative so with before the, they go and full in and buy a coin? Correct. So yes. that way you uh, don't have you can your money's in the system. You're ready to pounds when you got an opportunity yeah but you're still just sitting in dollars yeah. mm, okay. like it's not real technical dollars right yeah. it's basically dollars made by some of these exchanges and different entities they are backed by more dollars than real banks are okay <laughs> like you said before a lot of banks are only like 10 percent backed a lot of these are yeah. like above 50 percent back so you take your real money convert it into a virtual money and then you basically have it there ready to deploy to buy coins Correct. yeah so what you're saying is that eh, it might not be a good idea to sit that if you want to pull the trigger and buy coins you might want to do it now you want to do it, I would say scaling like as Bitcoin, because I believe uh, Bitcoin has a very solid chance. What if it goes below 16K again? Yeah, it's basically going to go somewhere between $11,000 to about 14, 14,500, somewhere in that range. Okay. And yeah. so and I think the opportunity for that probably has the best shot of happening between now and February. Okay. But I'm thinking the the best time to be paying attention to uh, basically trying to get uh, the cheapest Bitcoin Ethereum you can is from December 19th to January 9th. Okay. That period within there falls within a four-year cycle for Bitcoin, falls within a 60-day cycle for Bitcoin. Shout out to Bob Lucas, who mm -hmm. came up with the 60-day cycle. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of confluence basically saying if Bitcoin was in a vacuum right now, that basically we would have the lows probably in the middle of December, that's exactly four years, yeah. December 15th from There's always the lows in December, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Every time I've seen a low for Bitcoin, it's almost always been right around this time of the year. Yeah, so we're probably gonna see a lot of volatility in that time, but that with volatility becomes lots of opportunity, opportunity right? Opportunity, yeah. yeah. And so, so yeah, you just wanna be careful, make sure that you can take advantage of that opportunity. You don't want like what happened to FTX to happen to you. You're like, oh shit, I got my money here. I'm waiting, good prices are coming. I'm gonna get the best buy on Ethereum I can get. And it's never going to come back to this price. Like that's the mentality a lot of people have. You're, you're never going to get the bottom, but you're going to get damn close, right? Yeah. And if you dollar cost average in, but then all of a sudden FTX goes down. I don't have any money. I can't buy the dip. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, uh, are we going to get ten thousand dollar Bitcoin again? God damn it! I don't think so. But it is so? possible. Okay. I'm hoping it <laughs> is possible. So I did call below. Uh, you you guys did call fifteen k though. I remember when it was yeah. at yeah. Like twenty. You guys did call that it was going to go keep going down. Yeah. So. And I think like there's so. 
in crypto, right? What or in all financial markets, what you got to do is talk about probabilities and possibilities. Fantastic, right? Not certainties. <laughs> sounds familiar. Yeah, right? sounds because familiar. nobody knows the future. Yeah, right. And so all you can do is uh, look at the financial market, look at a bunch of tools. The things that we recommend people look at for crypto specifically is on-chain data, yeah. um, which is uh, basically analyzing the blockchain itself. Mm-hmm. Um, then we recommend fundamental analysis, technical analysis. Um, and those three together will basically give you an idea of the crypto market itself mm-hmm. and then understand the basics, at least of the traditional market. If you're a person who maybe hasn't studied finance before, understand the S&P 500, the NASDAQ 100, uh, the DXY and a few other things. Right. And then you can pair those up with the crypto market and you can analyze it pretty good. So we try to teach those things and recommend those things. But basically, based on the information that I've been looking at, I think. Um, yeah, that December 19th to January 9th period has the best chance. But now the thing that's different, right, about this As far time, as a dip in BTC. Right. In that yeah. time range. Yeah. Right. Okay. And if BTC hits a low, then everything else in crypto is going to hit a low Typically, yeah. with yeah. it. And so you don't want to be focusing on buying altcoins at that time mm-hmm. unless you know that you have a very strong inclination that that altcoin is going to survive the, the entire bear market and make mm-hmm. a new all-time high at some point. Yeah. But we know for certain that Bitcoin or I... A lot of people who've been paying attention to this industry know for 99.9% certainty that Bitcoin and Ethereum will hit a new all-time high at some point again in the like the next probably uh, three to five years. Yeah. Right? I believe it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you remember, right? Like yeah, back in I remember 2019. Buying Bitcoin, uh, I remember buying it at six, $7,000. And I thought, it was, you know, well, oh man, this is crazy. Wow, this is high. And then it went up to 60. And I was like, holy. So, you know, I, I just asked myself, I, I always tell myself, man, if I had bought it sooner, I would have been like, you know... You, yeah, you always want to punch yourself when you didn't buy it sooner. But right now, it's like a fire sale, and, yep. and I, I agree that it's going to go up. Yeah, so and, and like uh, I started my YouTube channel in March of 2019. Yeah. Right? Bitcoin was like $3,500, $4,000, something yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to the internet, telling people, hey, Bitcoin's going to hit a new all-time high at some point in the next two to three years. It's going to go above 20K. You should buy some. Dude, nobody will fucking yeah. believe me. Like, They're all like, yeah. Like, nope. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then uh, Myron comes along and says, hey, I want to learn about this crypto shit. I'm like, dude, you got to buy it now. It's 7,000 bucks. And you're like, yep, I see that this is a good opportunity. What happened after that? We had 70,000 basically, right? It's 10x easy. So, you know, you have to buy when there is uncertainty in the market, when there is blood in the streets um, and when it's not comfortable. Right. Because I think most people, they want to buy when their friends are buying. They want to, you know, do that. But for all markets, you know, you want it's better long-term if you're focused long-term that you buy into uh you know a, a red zone yep. now that being said don't buy into that type of stuff with money you can't afford to lose or you mm. can't afford to be without for a couple of years that's right. a key yeah. point right there that's that actually hold on one more time charlie for the people can you can you say that one more time because a lot of people will sit there and put their entire life savings or all their yeah. fucking net worth into cryptocurrency then come back and get mad if it dips or whatever the hell it may be or so, get loans or or get oh, loans. Oh, yes. oh, that's can a you, huge one can you, can you tell the tell that to the people one more time charlie so only put into crypto what you are uh, willing to lose what you can afford to lose that's very and, important yeah and so um the the reason why we say that as well is like no leverage no um you Lady, know, ladies liquor like leverage and these guys are yeah. crypto guys like they're, they're guys they're they're crypto millionaires like they're and they're telling you the truth like yo for most of you guys do not sit there and you know be trading and doing all this crazy shit putting all your net worth into crypto and then wonder oh my god it dipped a little bit i lost all my money people jumping off balconies because yeah, it went down. This, traders lose yeah and it's the same with any other market right don't be you know have all your money in you know uh, Tesla, for example, right? right? Like, of course, you want to you make sure you have like uh, exposure to different things. But yeah. and the crypto is just being one part of, of person's overall like portfolio throughout their life, right? Yeah. Um, but as long as you're putting in money, you're willing to uh, to lose. It's not that you want to lose it. You definitely don't want to lose it. But 
um, you're putting in that money because you're looking at it as a long-term savings account. Yes. Because yeah. people, people are, try to do quick, get rich quick schemes with crypto, man. And it's yep. like, listen, there's a couple idiots that, you know, became rich off Dogecoin or whatever, but all those people that I saw make money quick and become rich, where they're, they're either broke now or yeah. they're, or they're, or they don't know how they're going to continue to make money. They okay. cashed out, made like a million, two million. And now they're spending money. Like they spent money like idiots. And where are they now? Like I mentioned, we were in a club networking and stuff like that. We yeah. saw guys blowing yep. money, yep. buying bottles, mm-hmm buying the biggest uh, parades for their tables. And I'm like, stupid. 50K, 60K, 70K, 30K. God damn. Every weekend, every single day. Now, where are they? Broke or back on working a regular job. Yeah. yeah. Like McDonald's, so baby. Yeah. NFT like, guys, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so big wins, man. You got to maintain it, bro. If you don't maintain it, it's, it's going to go away. Yeah, you yeah. got to be prudent with your money. Yeah. You're, I mean, you really you, yeah. it's, you save up the dry powder. And now it's when, when everyone, look. I love that when the chat's saying like crypto's dead. Thank you. I love because like that's when I'm seeing the chat. When I'm in the chat, when we buy, baby, yeah, yeah, it's like, may never die. Yeah. yeah. When everyone's like, "Hey, it's over. Crypto's going to zero. I'm like, "Yes, it's time." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a green flag. And, and I want to say one thing. All right, in the courses, right, we teach people actually how to be DeFi guys. Actually, how to actually use crypto. How to take custody. How to use it. Look, ask me how many people like how many people in my courses lost money in FTX. Ask me how many people. Zero. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, not one person that took our course lost any money in FTX. Why? Because we, because we tell people you we we open as many exchanges as possible, right? Mm. Spin plates. It's we that's a little we use yeah, like rental spin stuff. Plates, yeah. Spin plates. You want as many exchanges as possible because like sometimes an exchange is like oh you hit your twenty five thousand dollar daily limit. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. go this one. You, you, like, cool. Like just yeah. like that. Mm. You want to spread. You want to be able to buy as much crypto as you can as rapidly as possible. But then as soon as the money is is because they'll hold your money for about three to four days. The yeah. minute they give your crypto back, off. Yeah. Right. And none of our guys had any money on these exchanges. Yep. Wow. And we practice what we preach too. I told the guys about a year and a half ago, I'm like, I'm not touching FTX. I don't like it. Um, they're doing some uh, things as soon as the government basically comes at them and like not for anything that is enforceable, just starts like basically giving them problems. Boom. All of a sudden they just start changing policies and stuff like yeah. that. Like next day. Whereas like somewhere like Binance will give you like two to three months to say, we're having a policy change. We might change it in a little bit. Um, you know, you have a few months of grace period, right? Yeah. FTX, like next day, next week, it's like, boom, something changed, right? Yeah. Because they, somebody talked to them or something. So, and so I didn't trust that. And I was just like, Hey guys, like if you want to go towards FTX, that's up to you. But for me, I'm not touching it. I'm not using that exchange. And so a lot of people in our course, you know, uh, we have like kind of a hive mind of where we all share information. Yeah. Miguel talks about what he does. I talk about what I do. All yeah. the guys in the course, they tell us, you know, what they do. Some people are brand new to crypto. So they're telling us what they do. And we tell them, oh, nope, go that direction or this yep. direction. Yep. And there's some people who are very advanced in crypto and they still are like, hey, you know, I just want, you know, somebody to kind of run ideas past, right? Yeah. So, right. Just a question real quick. If I have my FTX, is it gone? Am I ever going to get back or no? Man, it... Well, whole, I mean, it still exists right now, yeah. but yeah. it's essentially basically going to be essentially worthless. It's kind of like Luna, mm. right? Luna basically crashed, went to zero. Um, they try, they're they they're trying to like change the tokenomics of it to make it uh, So something. if you're holding Bitcoin or Ethereum on their exchange, it's gone? It's Well, not the Bitcoin or Ethereum. So he's talking about the FTT FT, token, FT, the FTX token. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So that the native token, that's the one that went down. We can show the chart and it's yeah. quite wild. But, okay, but, um, let's pull it up but, real quick. But just to answer your question about yeah. like, let's just say you had money on the FTX. Yeah. Mm. So that exchange blew up so bad that it, it owes anywhere from eight to twelve billion dollars right now. Shaggy, right now, like what? Yeah, it crashed so it owed, they owe so much money after after everything got liquidated. They're they're currently about eight to twelve billion dollars in debt. 
It could be a little higher if as soon as more numbers come out because it, it's not Are all they the give everyone out. their crypto if they try to pull it off. So no? no, they, 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 they it's frozen. You can't pull it's anything frozen. out. You can't, you can't pull anything Nothing. out. Yeah. So it's just Not sitting enough. there. Yeah. You got your Bitcoin in there, but you can't do shit with it. Nothing. So the only coin, the oh, only God. precedent we oh, have, oh, <laughs> the only the precedent we have for this in crypto is Mount Gox. Yeah. So Mount Gox was an exchange in twenty, I believe, 2014, 2015, Basically, got hacked. Right. And then uh, they lost a lot of customer funds. They had to pay back those customer funds due to the Japanese government basically said, you got to pay these customers back. So they've spent the last what, like ever since then, basically yeah. trying to pay customers back. The customers still haven't been paid back in full. Yeah. God damn. Right. But yeah. the Bitcoin that they owe them is appreciated so, in so much in value. When they do get fully paid out, they're going to have a shit ton and, of money. And, yeah. <laughs> and, let, but, and let me explain a little bit about, about that as well. Right. So you have you have Mt. Gox, right, which, you know, it was an exchange that blew up a long time ago. Right. You know, Magic the Gathering Exchange. That's what it was. Called. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It, it was the it was the first Bitcoin exchange. It was in Japan, and it was like the guy just was selling Magic the Gathering cards, and then started accepting <laughs> Bitcoin for it. And then people were like, "Holy crap, we can actually get stuff!" And then he was like, "Holy man, f- fuck the cards! Let's let's sell Bitcoin." Yeah. <laughs> and but that guy that that whole. That whole thing with with uh, with Mount Gox was more. I would just not knowing what you're doing is mm-hmm. what happened. Imagine you were just running some little online shop, and then you're now the biggest crypto exchange on the planet. Like mm. within within a year. Yeah, that's crazy. He had all the money, all the Bitcoin on one laptop. He had everything. He was running it off of one laptop. Wow. But yeah, so that, since that's the only one that we have precedents for at all yeah. in, in the past, basically we're like, okay, people will if they win uh, the, the lawsuits and stuff like that, which it looks like they will, they will have a chance to get their money back. But it's going to be probably over it's a long take period some time. of time. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. So I can hit some of these chats uh, real quick. Uh, we got here. Do you think crypto should be regulated? What crypto exchanges do you trust? I think we did that and one. Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. yeah, read that one. Uh, yo, Chris, can we kill the other streams? Guys, come on over to YouTube. Come on over to YouTube right now. YouTube We're going to kill only. the Twitch, Twitter, and Twitch streams, man. So come on over to YouTube, guys. And guys, get in the course, man. Y- y'all see this last? You're going to get information Shoot. like this everywhere else. Sorry, on their uh, on their Zoom calls as well, where they're going to give you guys real-time information just like this. So come on over to YouTube. Come on over to YouTube, guys. And more importantly, they tell you guys, invest only what you can lose so you don't lose money like FTX. Yep. Yeah. A, lot of other, a lot of other people are not going to tell you Control your that. money, you guys. Yeah. Yep. And have a long-term savings. Uh, okay. So, okay, guys. So let me hit these chats real quick. Okay. Three, Three Diglets goes, when I cash out my crypto in the next cycle, hopefully, if people stop having orgies and doing crap, <laughs> is it okay to just leave, <laughs> leave my M's in my bank account till I reinvest this? Sometimes I get iffy leaving my M's with these hungry, those hungry bastards at my bank. That's a personal decision, bro. Yeah. But holding yeah. millions in cash at a bank if fiat currency is probably one of the dumbest True. things you can do. Buy some property. Yeah, bro. Yep. Buy, buy real estate, man. Um, Something. You know what I mean? Uh, I said it before. Centralized exchanges are like single mothers. <laughs> Recreation news only. You buy USDC and you send it to your MetaMask wallet. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there the you studio's go. so bright we can't see fresh. Thank hey, you. Screw you bro. Uh, we got I'm here 10 bucks Juan Ray. I will kindly ask everyone to panic sell this recession so I can buy a massive dip. There yes. you go. Hey, uh, the big sexy show goes, hey, I'm new to this crypto stuff. Can you dumb down the basics for me? I literally don't even know how to purchase crypto or where to go purchase it all right so i can give like i, I used to give uh, these like short consults basically telling people like how to do crypto in a weekend okay so very very quickly go ahead all you really need to do in the crypto United 101 States. for dummies right now here we yeah, go yeah so um basically uh, get cash app you can buy bitcoin right um yep. through there and then essentially once you have your bitcoin there because that basically what a lot of people have issues with is like they try to sign up for coinbase it takes like two weeks to get everything processed yeah because you got to verify yourself and all this other bullshit yeah yeah with something like cash app you can verify it usually within a day or a couple days basically then um essentially on cash app you can buy your bitcoin then you can open up an exchange um uh somewhere else that accepts bitcoin right and there's exchanges out there um that basically you can set up um just really basically with an email very quickly right you set one of those up 
you send your um, Bitcoin over to that exchange. And then now you can change it into Ethereum, you can change it into USDC, whatever it is that you want. And then you basically, um, on that exchange, right, you buy whatever coin you want, and then you send it over to a MetaMask or an Exodus wallet or a Trezor, something that basically you have your private keys for. Yeah. And then you have Perfect. your first coins, right? And then, you know, at the same time, sign up for uh, something like a Kraken, a Coinbase, a Gemini, whatever. Uh, or if you're in Canada, Newton, uh, if you're in other countries, there's different exchanges. Um, sign up for those, but like, kind of like uh, the other guy said before, only use them for their purposes, so, right? And yeah. then ditch them. So they're tools. the coins and right. then get the hell out. Yeah, they're yeah. just tools. Yeah. Just, it doesn't matter. I don't care the name. It's just, let me deposit. Can I get the coins? Cool. Can I get them up? That's yeah. it. That's why we, we highly don't recommend Robinhood because it's fake crypto. You can't you can buy crypto on there. You can't take it out. Damn. So it's not real. Yep. So that's a bit nope. yeah. access. You need access. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. can't if you can't get the coins, don't use the exchange. And right, yeah, Robinhood is a, is a terrible one because people will ask me about that one. I'm like, nah, bro, don't do it. Yeah. And I learned that from these They're guys. They're gonna rob in the you. <laughs> yeah. All right. I try it, I try it, bro. I try yeah. it. Come on, hey, Mr. Bro. Gaines, discuss the panic of 1907 and compare it to the crypto exchange collapse of today. Congressman Fresh, you ready for the 2024 campaign? Please accept my $20 campaign contribution. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, the panic of 1907. I think you're talking about the Great Depression. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're probably going through that. I, I would say, like, what we're dealing with now, would it be comparable to the 2008 uh, housing market collapse? With, yeah. for, but this is for crypto, essentially? Yeah. They're going to talk about this five, 10 years from now. This was a great crypto collapse. Yeah, there's good, like all this crazy ass shit that's going on in the background as well, like uh, with three hours capital, with, um, you know, Celsius, with FTX, all this stuff. Voyager, it's yeah. going to be a fucking movie, man. Dude, even the car market is taking a hit too. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's safe. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Interest rates are going up. Real estate market is, uh, you know, uh, how, uh, price, house prices are going down. Interest rates are going rates. up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really comes down to, you know, how risk tolerant you are. And then, like, you know, do you have the, the, the powders, you would say, to go ahead and deploy, you know? Yep, and, right. and I think this is a fantastic time. When things are unstable like this, this is a great yep. time to get in, And, and rates are going to keep going higher. Yes, yeah. they definitely yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just increased the rates literally, like, uh, two weeks ago. Because yeah. I, I locked the rate right before... Um, the Right before uh, the rate went up. Yeah, the next the next one's December thirteenth. God damn, that's yep. close. Seventy five basis points, and then they're probably gonna do another one most in January. Likely. Yeah, most likely yeah. January. Yeah, yep. that's what they've been doing. Seventy if, uh, between fifty to one whole basis point is what they've been doing the whole time. So it's yeah. it's yeah, man, they're they're increasing the rates significantly. Along with Tate, Jay Waller, Miguel, and Charlie are among our guys' best guests. Crypto seems to be rife with frauds, grifters, and opportunists. While these two are consistently giving value. Hey. Yeah, I mean. Other guys aren't going to tell you, yo, only use what you're willing to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other guys aren't going to tell you buy and hold. Other guys aren't going to tell you, you know, uh, these more conservative techniques. They're going to tell you buy this coin, pump this coin, blah, blah, blah. I don't really see y'all pumping like a coin like that. You guys say, hey, listen, these are the coins that are typically stable. If you want to know my portfolio, this is what I have. But, you know, you, I, the thing I think uh, people like about you guys, which is why we only deal with Miguel and Charlie typically. They're not, they're not coin bias. Yeah, they're not coin bias. Yeah, yeah, coin agnostic, agnostic. Yeah, agnostic, as y'all yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, what's the difference between ETH and ETH2? Which one is better to invest in? Guess a good one. ETH and ETH2. Oh. <laughs> so so, so it might confuse people the question the way it's worded as well. Right, right. So, that up. so basically, there's two different types of Ethereum. There's the Ethereum 2.0 Ethereum, and then there's Ethereum. They're both Ethereum, technically, except one's essentially a, a derivative token that's wrapped up, that's staked out, yeah. basically. So always buy regular Ethereum, ETH. No ETH2, no nothing. No, no ETH Max, no, no. No ETHW. Ethereum. Yep, a lot of people it. stake their Ethereum, man. I, and I talked and asked no. you about this, like, is that a good strategy? No. And you were saying, yeah, no. No, it's not a good strategy. Not right now. So we just recently had the merge. Now uh, Ethereum is now proof of stake, not proof of work anymore. Now, so there's What's no... The mind, there's between proof of stake and proof of work? 
Oh, work. oh, work right. So, um, it's so you know, you've heard of the whole thing with the Bitcoin miners, right? There's yes. like, a, yeah, yeah. So basically, it was the same thing for Ethereum, right? Okay. That 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 was the old system. Now they went to the proof of stake, where basically you take 32 Ethereum, you stake it, you run, you uh, you essentially get given something called a node, and then you run it on your computer, and you're running transactions, and then you get paid basically interest yield dividends off of that. Okay, that's what it. So instead, Coinbase has something like that. Yeah, Coinbase is something like that. So all th this is another thing that's kind of scaring me. Because they asked me to stake my Ethereum, and I was like, uh, and that's when I hit you up. I was like. Stake because I've heard other people do this. Like I, I made this much money staking Ethereum, and I was like, "Is that something that like mm. you should do?" But uh, I mean, you were saying like, "Fuck no." No, until you can. We're all about control, right? Yeah. If you can't control, if you can't go in and out, then then when it's you bullshit. Stake, you can't pull it out. You right? can't pull it out. Yeah, yeah. it's held in there for a period of time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You're, I mean, you're getting paid off this little dividends and stuff like that, but it, but it's like you're getting cash. It's like you're stuck in the deal. You're getting cash flow, but you can't get it out. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's what's going on basically. So. Do not do that. And then this is another thing too, because so many people don't aren't getting taught the right way of how to use crypto. Every 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 fucking person in crypto is leaving all their Ethereum on the exchanges and then depositing there onto ETH 2.0. And now they're giving all their voting because with all every Ethereum gets you one vote, basically, right? Okay. And, and 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 that's how it kind of works. All the Ethereum's on the exchanges, so they're going to be the ones to, to control your vote. You gave your vote away. Mm. Okay. So then they can start voting kind of fuck shit going on. And th this is why like stuff like USDC can just be frozen or tether can be can freeze itself because there's these entities. I mean, they're, they're got like the big, the biggest exchanges in America and in the world hold most of the Ethereum staked in there. That means that you just gave them all the voting power. Okay. Yeah. This is why we tell you like to stake your own stuff. But right now, just hold Ethereum, hold it in your wallet, just leave it there. It's fine. You're not like, it's five percent to four percent yield. It's nothing. Yeah, and we now. don't yet even know when Ethereum is going to unlock those coins. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, you, like so you if said, you stake, there's no guarantee. You don't. Yeah. You, it's not like they give you a term of how long you have to. No. Do. no. They, they have to. They have to. So they did. We talked about uh, like two shows ago, like two times I was here. Like it was the merge, right? Yeah. The merge happened, which was actually really good for Ethereum. It's actually made it stronger, actually, yeah. against Bitcoin a bit. But they need to pass another thing called. Um, I think it's like. Um, it's an Ethereum improvement proposal to allow those coins to unlock. When those coins unlock, this is actually a big event for Ethereum to actually dump in price because all the people that were stuck like in their stakes yeah. unlock, then everyone gets their Ethereum. What do you think the people are going to do? Imagine if you bought Ethereum at $80, $50, I mean, uh, $80, $100, $300. You're up big time now. You're Even with it only being like, I think it's 1200 right now as, as we're broadcasting. So, yeah. yeah. So ne never trust a centralized entity in crypto. That's mm. it. A company, right? And let, if it's like, if me and Charlie make an exchange, right? B buy your coins in there. Get them off. We don't yeah. want them in there. Yeah. yeah. We don't want them in there. Yeah. And we we wouldn't make a centralized exchange anyways. We'd want to be a DeFi exchange. But, right. Hey, you know, it's one of these things where, um, yeah, just have to, you know, it's kind of like gold, right? People buy gold because they want to control their money. They want to put it in their backyard, whatever. Yep. Right. It's the same thing with crypto. You know, uh, you want to be your own bank. You want to be a self-sovereign person. You want control over your money, over your life. You don't want that run by the government. You don't want that run by the banks. So you should self-custody. Right. Yep. Right. yep. And you could take your treasure or whatever, wherever with you. So, yep. yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, where else? Where are we at here? And guys, we got 3,100 plus of you guys in here right like now. Video, this is man. an important yeah. ass episode, man. Guys, like the video. Uh, course is open, by the way, guys. Can you tell them real quick about the, the course, like what you guys offer in it? Yeah, sure, sure. So we do uh, a thing called the Crypto Mindset course. We do this every single quarter. Um, and we do this uh, essentially to help people prepare for each quarter uh, going into... Uh, and it changes the, significantly. Yeah, yeah. Every, crypto changes wildly every single quarter. And so we have people, right, who watch our YouTube channels, who watch your YouTube channel and others um, that basically don't know anything about crypto. And then there's some people who are experts on crypto. We have people of all kinds taking our course, yeah. right? And so... 
Um, if you don't know anything about crypto, the first five webinars, we do 20 in total, are dedicated towards people who have want to have beginners, beginners yeah. best practices, things like this. Uh, and then we go into uh, the live webinars, which we have 15 live webinars. We yep. do it from uh, this time will be around November 30th mm -hmm. to about December 15th. Yep. Um, and during that period of uh, about two weeks, uh, we'll have a few off days, but we'll have uh, two webinars a day, 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and then during those two webinars, it'll be about two hours per subject. Yep. Plus then about two hours of open Q&A, stuff yeah, like this. Crazy. All recorded. So if you miss it, you can go back and watch it again. All uh, live. All live. All too. live. So you can ask them the questions for that guy before I, I didn't get a response. Right. Yeah. These guys are busy, bro. Like <laughs> they're not going to sit there. They get hundreds of, of Telegram messages and DMs a day. They can't sit there and respond to you. Like you want to get their attention, get in the course. And that's when you can ask them the real time questions right there. We got yeah. over 11,000 people in chats. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yep, so I was just going to add to the other points. No, so I got about halfway through it. So then uh, after um, basically the, the first webinars begin, let's say November 30th, right? Um, the first five webinars are dedicated essentially to uh, helping people understand the current situation. Mm -hmm. And then what we think uh, kind of is going to be uh, the situation in the next, let's say, three, six, nine months or yeah. so. And so then basically we're like, okay, um, we're going to take you from knowing maybe a little bit about crypto to being an expert in your probably your zip code yep. right yeah and so um or maybe even uh, more right and yep. so um then we go from beginner right we and current situation mm -hmm. to intermediate through five more webinars and then we get to five advanced webinars uh, where we just go full speed you probably are only going to understand about 30 percent of what's going on <laughs> uh, but we you know want to give you more information than you need so that way you can go back to these webinars exactly for the next three to six months um you have access to the webinars um, in perpetuity. And so then uh, you can, uh, like say you just take one crypto mindset course, right? Mm -hmm. You just use it for your basic foundational knowledge. And then uh, you do that, let's say you have a personal goal of doing it within a six months or three months or a year, right? It's kind of like pushing yourself to work out or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to set a goal and you got to then stick to it. You got to know what, you have to have a coach to help you kind of get mm -hmm. to that place. So, um, but yeah, study, use the course to study consistently and then come back to that stuff when you're unsure of what's going on. And then, um, you can basically, uh, I would say, uh, what we do is, um, if somebody takes a course, they generally are bypassing about three or so years yep. of self-study. Yep. Learning um, curve. That's how I yeah. bypassed it. In yeah. two weeks. Yeah. In two and, weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, in two weeks to get the, the beginning of it, right? Yeah, but yeah, it does yeah. take, you know, spaced repetition. And we talk about that in the course as well. No one's going to make you an expert in like one course or in, in a month, yeah. right? In anything. It doesn't matter. You don't get mastery in a month. Yep. But you won't. But like most of the money you will lose in the crypto space is the beginner mistakes. It's a setup. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's where all the money is usually lost, right? Yep. Look at our guys. Some of our guys are still, you know, inter are intermediate beginners and stuff like that. But none of them lost any money on the on FTX. Tell me why. Because we taught them the, the them. fundamentals. Yeah, the fundamentals. But you know yeah. what's the scariest part? I'm not sure you're a new beginner to the crypto space, right? Mm -hmm. And you have your keys and you lose them. Oh, yeah. That even that simple task right there that you guys teach, yeah. if that's yeah. not under control, you lose all your money. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. give you guys good foundational yeah. rules. You know what I mean? As far as like not investing too much, etc. A lot of these other crypto guys will tell you try to sell you like, no, just go go hard, man. Go hard. Invest credit in cards, cards, credit cards. Go use credit cards, lose loans. Get and loans. it's like you Leverage. get fucked up, yeah. man. No. And the best part is you got questions, open QA. Live, live. That's crazy, guys. Yeah. If they were scammers or whatever, they would not be open. Yeah. Here's a course you deal with it. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's all that's they dope. would do. Yeah.
So the fact that they're able to have live Q and A's with John answer questions. And I mean, how many millionaires have you guys made? <laughs> Plenty. Uh, there's, uh, all I'll say is um, there, there's a special guy in the chat. Uh, I won't mention his name or whatever, but uh, he jumps in our chats quite frequently still. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though he's become a millionaire, he's like he basically sent us a message during one of our streams the other day. He's like, you know, now the goal is 20. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. That, like you, we want people to ascend. We want people to, uh, we, we have this kind of joke about this thing called the Citadel, mm-hmm. which is essentially kind of just a meme in crypto. But essentially what it means is we want people to have a goal over this entire decade um, to basically work towards making as much money as possible within the crypto space so that you never have to work again, mm-hmm. or yeah. at least that you're setting yourself up for retirement pretty well. Yeah. And I think uh, right now, uh, Bitcoin is pretty much the best money, not currency, best money we've ever seen in human history, yeah. or one of the best, if I'm going to say it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some people would say gold or other things, right? No, it's Bitcoin. But it's one of the, <laughs> it's one of the best uh, that humans have ever seen, and we're seeing uh, a a huge growth in the internet at the same time. So yeah. this industry, man, and, I mean, is yeah, that's that's indisputable. Be. It's the fastest and uh, it's the fastest uh, growing asset class to make money quickly. Yeah, well, period, not, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so that's where it becomes you got to be careful, right? Yeah. So it's not quickly as in like a day or a week or a yeah. month or a quarter or six months or a year. Yeah. It's quickly as in compared to like. If you Real work, estate, stocks, index right. funds. Yeah. It's more volatile. Yeah. yeah, it's way more volatile, which can lead to making more money. And I'll tell you guys as a real estate guy, I mean, I'm in crypto myself. I did not get, I'm not getting the, the same gains in real estate that I've gotten in cryptocurrency at right. all. You yeah. know what I mean? That volatility can work in your favor, but these right. guys teach you how to kind of take that thunder and work it in your yeah. favor. And balance it so that you have priorities that are two, three, five, ten years out, right. not six months out. It's one a year long-term out. game. Yeah. These yeah. are not... Quick, uh, get rich quick, guys. I'm telling you right, that right yeah. now. A lot of you guys want to get into crypto, like, yo, I just, what coin do I, do? I pump and, and make a mil- make oh. a million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be like nah. these idiots at the club, like throwing thousands of dollars at, and on liquor. These are not get rich quick scheme guys with with cryptocurrency guys, man. Yep. Is yep. they're gonna tell you buy and hold, etc. Like, of course, when you buy and hold with crypto, you buy the right coins. You're gonna do better than a lot of other asset classes, right? Yep. Like real estate, whatever. Because real estate is a slow game. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. Appreciation isn't that high. The interest rate's gone up. Your cash flow is gonna get hit. But with crypto, especially if you're buying when it's low now, there could be some serious gains. Yeah, yeah. And, we're, and we're buying the good coin. We're not buying these little scam. We're not buying these little like meme tokens and stuff, like little Shininu tokens and stuff. Like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I will say this though: Doge and Shininu will. Come, come back. back. They're, they're, they're going to come back. back. They're going to, dude. Unfortunately. Shout yeah. to hero. <laughs> <laughs> but viva the Deutsch. I like but, the Deutsch, yeah. but just to let you, I mean, just kind of let you know, look, we're, we're heading, we're heading into basically the bottom of the market right now, mm-hmm. right? In the next couple months. And let me tell you what, would me and Charlie bought last time the market was this low. The last time <laughs> the market was this low was in 2019, right? Yep. We were buying, we were buying Bitcoin at $3,000, went to 69,000. We bought Ethereum at $80. It went to four to five grand. Mm-hmm. Let's give ranges, right? Yeah. So, because yeah. you're not going to buy the exact. No, right, right. Like but that, but right? I, so, I'm just trying to show yeah, how yeah, low. Yeah. I know exactly so, what you're yeah. saying, but like I would say, like you know, if you say like three to six, seven thousand dollars, we're talking about at those points in time, right? right? I just want to be it. You know, yeah. All right, because right, right. I know. I, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't I'm just All right. Saying. So like like Cardano, right? You could have bought Cardano basically anytime in 2019, 2020. You could have bought that for basically eight cents. It went to. Three. I mean, it's I, I'm sorry, it's just really hard to like because the prices shoot up so much. Yeah, but I but mean, yeah, he, like three to twelve cents was the range you know. in 2019 for Cardano. It ended yeah. up at you know two two and a half bucks. Holy, right? I yeah. think Hex at the time yeah. um, was something was, like what? I, I don't even. It's like fr- half a half a penny half or twenty percent of a penny, yeah. something like then that. Went up to went up to fifty cents. Goddamn. Um, yeah. and then you know we had you know Ethereum go from eighty dollars to forty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, um, 
during these periods of time, which we call accumulation periods. We got the next thing on the docket for crypto is the next thing is called capitulation. This yep. is where uh, all the people who need to be washed out of the market are going to be washed out of the market. Yeah. Crypto is right now a contact sport, right? It's not something that's yeah. for everybody. It's only for people who are value investors who you know are ready to study and, and really understand this information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, I, I would say, you know, a lot of kind of headwinds to crypto right now. Yeah. So a lot of people sold and got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Sold, yeah. And, and that's a good thing. Yeah. We, we need those people out of the market, essentially. Yep. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, it's yeah. just one of these things where essentially right now you got to be careful getting in, um, but there's a lot of stuff going on, um, but you have to do it with uh, in an educated way. So, it so takes the last the time this happened, so you were telling me what, three thousand, three to $6,000 Bitcoin, this is 2019 now, yes. yeah. right? Uh, $80 Ethereum. Yes. Right. Uh, Cardano, you said was like a couple cents. Hex was half a half a cent. Yeah. Yep. And even now, right with the market being down, imagine if you had invested back then. Yep. You're still like you've still like up. a million x your money, you're, even right. even with it being yep. down right now, which is wild. So I guess we're in one of those phases again. So like guys, yeah, this is where it comes in. Like, are you ready for the long term? Because yeah, you know, we might hit an, uh, another high. You said in the next three to five years, right? Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, if we keep going by the four-year cycle for Bitcoin, which is debatable, yeah. um, then basically the next year of 2017 or 2021 would essentially be about 2025, right? Yeah. right? Four years out and then four years out, another bottom. But uh, I think, you know, it's a little too simplistic because we do have the macro markets with the S&P 500 right, and of course. the NASDAQ 100 affecting crypto yeah. and all this stuff. So um, you, knew, you do, have, it's not- you There's know, always variance. Yeah. Right. There could be like a nuclear, let's just say a nuclear war happened. Yeah. Like all markets are going to just kind of- Of like, course. Yeah, like it's, and- the, but people, but people want. I need a hundred percent guarantee, Miguel. Hundred percent. Right. No one can give you a hundred percent on anything. No, of course not. You can't. But that's why you say only put what you can lose. Right. And then you if go. you yeah. the accumulation port, uh, period is the boring period, right? Twenty nineteen was not an exciting year. People were just like, I, I'm buying crypto at cheap prices. Not a lot, you know, was uh, it wasn't a crazy market like it was in 2017, right? Yeah. yeah. But these are where the people who have long term success plant yep. the seeds. Yeah, right. absolutely, man. And and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'll hit some of these uh, chats first. You got this. We have here uh, William Diaz says, "What's the best app to buy crypto? Also, have your wallet and portfolio." We covered that. Yes. Uh, Darnell Elliott says, "Correction: MT Gox hack was 2011, not 2015. I remember I was in Iraq when the news broke." All right, Michael. Once again, Digital Magician says, "Big shout out to FNF. Love your content. Do the guest think ship is going to the moon?" Well, yeah. eventually, yeah. just eventually. because of the rest of the crypto market will drag it on up, and it has a very yeah. strong community, which uh, yeah, and, good. and and mostly it's Pepsi, it's Pepsi to Doge basically. So you always have there's like something that always happens in traditional markets. You have something called Coke and Pepsi, uh, which yeah. which means you always have a, a first and a second player yeah. in right. the game and stuff. So you have you have Dogecoin, you get Shiba. Of so if Dogecoin shoots up crazy because of Elon. People people are gonna go. Holy crap! I just missed the boat on Dogecoin. So I'm I'm going to Shiba. Shiba and boom, yep. it just launches. Yeah. Henry Patrick, uh, the Pepsi Coke effect. Hey guys, thanks for the knowledge. Keep up the great work, F and F. Any advice for a new young investor with little liquidity, zero to one hundred dollars per month to spend on crypto? All Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah. yeah. When in doubt, buy Ethereum. Bam. That's that's the quote I go by. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. Domain keeper. Question for all the people in the room, including the staff. Are you voting for Trump in twenty twenty four? Yeah. Am I voting? Uh oh. Uh. Yeah, I like Trump, man. Yeah. I'm, As a Hispanic, yeah. I am voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Trump, so yeah. Uh, 20 bucks. Uh, I will not say. You won't say. All right, hey guys, should I sell or keep my Solana? I bought it seven months ago. I know the price was high, but what do you suggest? Love you, FNF. Jimmy Star. Jimmy Star. So, yeah, with Solana, what I particularly recommend is I think the price it's going to go down to is about 3 to $5. It's currently around 13 to $15, I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, 
do the math on that. If you want to hold it, that's by you. But I think it's going to crash. It's getting negative effect from FTX's situation because Solana was involved in that in some extent too. Ooh, yeah. So if it goes down to $3, holds at $3, will it come back in the next bull market? Possibly, right? But we don't know. And so if I saw Solana personally below $5, I will buy it uh, on a you know the idea that it probably will come back, um, but it might not. Right. Okay. So it's one of these things where protect yourself in the short term and then do some more research on it over the next three to six months yeah. and then maybe get back into it or just get that money back into ETH at some point, too. Right. Okay. Let me say one thing about Solana real quick. Like Solana has a lot of problems on its blockchain, but there's a lot of large investors and there's a lot of network activity. There, I mean, there's just a lot of bad news coming out for Solana, but I will think I do think it's going to survive because there's people who made a ton of money on it and want it to do well. Mm. Right. And I have there, some and, myself. And, yeah. And there is some community people. I mean, obviously, like I really I mean, I feel terrible for the Solana community because Sam ha- owned quite a bit. I mean, I think they had like eight to nine percent of the total supply of Solana mm, on yeah. FTX. So at some point that's going to liquid. That's one of the reasons also why the price is going to go down. Mm-hmm. And then if BTC and Ethereum go down, people are going to keep selling more and more. So it's just depression right there. But at some point, I think Solana will do okay. It's not my favorite coin, but it's like you can make money on it. But if it ever did get that low, I'm treating it like sort of like a scratcher bet. Okay. Like, so I was like, you know, I'll throw 10 Gs at it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, more money from John Hancock. Absolutely. Uh, Myron Jr. Hex Gang. All right. Thoughts on staking ETH on uh, Lido Finance? We talked about staking. Uh, yeah. Miguel pretty much says yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, how long is the course open for? Will you guys be back on the show in January or March timeframe next year? So the course itself, so the live portion of the course where we're with you for those two weeks is from uh, end of November through the middle part of December. Then we support you guys um, throughout the months of January and February. So this is what we're calling the Q4 2022 and the Q1 2023 yeah. crypto mindset course. And so we want to support you guys between now and through February. So we'll do flash nice. webinars, bonus webinars, essentially, yeah. that we put out in January, February. We might have some uh, people who are uh, crypto creators, people who have helped build projects uh, in the past, um, come on and give their wise wisdom on what happens during these types of bear markets and stuff like this. So we have a lot of interesting stuff that um, we're doing with that. So Nice. Holding yeah. your hand through the process. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, hey guys, real quick, I just yeah. looked because I don't like looking at my phone on the show, but yo, we only got 1.3k goddamn likes. We've been Damn giving out so much sauce on cryptocurrency. Yo, bunch of free information, man. You guys got you got two crypto millionaires here giving you all the sauce of what the hell is really going on between FTX, the market, the bear market, what's going to come in the future, etc. So go ahead and like the goddamn video. Uh, and Charlie is not behind the green screen, by the way. Yeah, he's not yeah. behind he's the green person, screen. Man. Not a hologram, man. He's no, a real person, goddammit. Tell me for Charlie in the chat, man. Yeah, man. There's 3,200 of y'all in here, man. Like the goddamn video. Plus, like the video for the new goddamn Rumble sign. Rumble.com slash Fresh and Fit. Okay, guys? Up under. Yeah, y'all like that Vice City vibe right there, man? So, yeah. Rumble.com slash Fresh and Fit. Um, okay. Shout out to all the Moon Gang, Miguel and Charlie. I've made 6X so far this quarter Ooh, three. I'll shit. be joining this CMC, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there we go. Crypto mindset, and then the, 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 the last chat was from uh, "There's a snake in my boot." Are you guys asking really good questions, by the way? Hey guys, thanks for being here. One question, and here's the other thing too. I want to say real fast: Do you have crypto guys coming on a podcast that's live answering questions real fucking time? Nope. Oh wait, pre-recorded videos. Yeah, yep. only. Like, who who else is like literally answering your guys' question right here, right now, live? With the market going on and being able to give you guys real time information, a lot of these guys be frauds, bro. They don't know yeah. what the fuck they're yeah. talking about. These guys actually study the charts. They're looking at what the hell is going on. They know they they're giving you guys the best advice, you know, for the majority of people, right? And they're yeah. in your face giving you advice right here live on stream. Yeah. yeah. So that's how w, you know. Man. That's how you know. Uh, you know the difference between if you if, if for all those people out there like Charlie really studies the charts. So does Miguel. They could talk about the candle lights and all this other stuff that I don't know anything about. Which is why I just asked them. Okay, what the hell do I do? So, um, so yeah. 
Charlie and Miguel are the reason why I have a six-figure uh, crypto portfolio, guys. And why um, I bought my other Rolex. Ex- exactly. Sheesh. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for being here. One question. Can you walk us through how to buy Hexcoin? Congratulations on your one million. Uh, Miguel, you got this. Yeah, right? uh, you, buy, you, okay. you buy Ethereum on Coinbase. Once that Ethereum clears, you send the Ethereum to a MetaMask, and then you go to uniswap.com, and then from there, you just... Sorry. Yeah, dot, uh, org. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, dot org, and then from there you connect your MetaMask to that website, and then from there you you use your Ethereum like cash to then purchase Hex. So you just at the there's gonna be like two little toggle symbols, and you just put H E X, and then boom, it's bought. Cool. Just remember, don't hit the max button because people always make this mistake. They hit max on Ethereum, and they have they buy they buy that crypto they wanted, and then there's no Ethereum left over. Now your your money's stuck because you need Ethereum to move your money around. Mm. You pay transaction fees with Ethereum. So always leave a little a little Ethereum in there. Like if you got Ethereum, uh-huh. buy like 90% of an Ethereum, just leave 10% there for, for transaction money. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey guys, thanks for being here. One question. Uh, nope, read that one. Okay. Uh, and that was from D Howard. Good question. Yasuke Fitness goes, hey, shout out to Miguel and Charlie. Do not sleep on this course. Hex Gang, shout out to FNF. Go get that bag. Absolutely, man. Sir. Uh, these are the crypto experts. There's a reason why we bring them on the show for y'all. How will the central banks uh, releasing their own cryptocurrency next year affect Bitcoin, et cetera? So how will the central banks release their own crypto? That's a lovely, lovely question. I'll say, okay, so central bank digital currencies, right? When will they come out? We don't know. But all we do know is right now, the first one that's live with a foreign bank is mm. the, uh, the Chinese uh, digital yuan. Oh, shit. Right. Recently. <laughs> there we go. So recently, uh, HSBC. And I believe um, Wells Fargo, yeah. right? Basically, they're working with uh, the Chinese yuan, the di- central bank digital currency for China, mm-hmm. outside of the Chinese uh, uh, nation, right? Okay. And so, for what's going to happen then for uh, the coins in crypto, essentially, is uh, like USDC mm-hmm. is essentially kind of a, a version of what the government wants to do um, for the central bank digital currency. So they'll basically build something like this, um, and. It's going to probably roll out sometime between, I would say, yeah, uh, 2024 to 2027, somewhere in there. And so then, you know, if you receive your stimmy check, you'll receive it on your phone uh, in that, right. you know, government coin. But when that comes out, the thing that I think has the most effect on on the crypto market is how they're regulating the stable coins, as we mentioned before. Mm. And so you're going to see, OK, we have our own digital currency or digital asset now. Yeah. We're they're going to highly regulate that stuff. And so you're going to get some what we call fear, yeah. uncertainty and doubt, FUD, um, negative news about the cryptocurrency industry. The government's always going to you know, be talking shit about it, essentially. And so there's going to be some negative air, I think, between the two during that period of time. So there will be some volatility. Right. But over a long period of time. Right. What does crypto do? Says, hold my beer and then goes up. Right. Yeah. So um, they can slow it down, but they can't stop it. And l- let me let me explain a little something how they're going to hustle everybody into downloading these wallets. Right. Mm-hmm. The first rollout, they're going to say, let's just say there's going to be another crash, right? And they're going to roll out some more stimulus checks, right? If you download this app, you get your stimmy money right away, or the <laughs> check's going to come in two weeks, three weeks later. What is everyone going to do? Pfft, I'll download the app. Mm, of course. Then the second check that comes Stupid. out, hey, we've gotten rid of the checks, you guys. It's all in the app now. Oh, shit. So it'll be a, it'll be a little phase out. It'll be a check. No card, just a check, or you you can use it on. You can download this government app, which is probably going to have bugs on it always, right? Of course, man. Get <laughs> that again. Oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to the conspiracy theories. But then later on, it'll just be the app, and then this is it's now. I think it's actually a net negative 
on society because what, what the power that we're kind of giving them, because if they get rid of cash and they go all into a currency that they can control and shut off at any point, you're screwed. Th- then you're screwed. I mean, look what happened. Look, I mean, look what happened to Tate. Look what happened to Alex Jones. Look what happened like, to Sneeko and stuff and all the guys. Imagine they could do that with your bank account and your money too. Yeah. If you don't do what they say, you know what? Cut them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero. We're, we're doing a China light system. We're, we're basically, China's doing their system, which is very hardcore. We're doing the China light version of it. And the, China, I mean, this, this, China light, L-I-T-E. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can opt out of this one if you want. Yeah, this one, this it's yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's it's not a, it's not a great system, but it does have one benefit, which I mean, which is is that it pretty much works like a crypto. It is a cryptocurrency, so everyone's going to start getting used to that. So it's going to onboard a ton of more people into the crypto space. People are going to say, hmm, do I want a coin which is controlled by the government? They can tell me what I can use it to pay for, what I can, when I can use it, different things like this. Or am I going to want Bitcoin, Ethereum that I know, you know, will uh, basically go up over time, beat inflation over long periods of time, yep. and yep. I can actually control myself. And I already know how to use uh, crypto because I got taught basically by the government what a, you know, a crypto address is, public and private addresses, how to send it to that. That's what people are going to learn. It's going to be kind of like email, mm-hmm. right? Back in the day, people are like, why do I need email? I got my postal mail. Mm-hmm. Well, right. you know, then in two years, it explodes. People understand it. Everybody has 10 different emails, right? Exactly. Yep. So same thing with crypto. And, and that's kind of how I treat my my crypto as well. It's kind of like a, like, a, like a savings account. And, yeah. and also is a great hedge against inflation. Because, yeah, guys, I mean, they say inflation is like 8%, 10%, but it's way more. Yeah. Um, oh. You know what I mean? I, and when I, Especially when I do my, my Fedit podcast and I like compare money from like 10 years ago to now when I cover old cases, mm-hmm. it's damn near double in only 10 yeah. years. Yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 guys, trust me, your U.S. dollar is definitely losing value. If you don't Shout put it to something – that's going to appreciate. Yeah. Like subscribe to Fed, by the way. Um, if you don't, you know, you're going to be ending up taking an L and then I'll probably be covering your case when you're trying to rob a bank against a fucking fiat currency like a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Dollars question, bro. Yeah. It's, 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 you know what I mean? And, and the scary part is the U.S. dollar is doing better than a lot of these other dollars. Like we're yeah. we're getting very close. I don't know if we beat the uh, the the um the, the, pound, the British pound, yeah. but yes. the euro we be, we've been beating them on a couple of days where we've been worth more. Yeah. So that's not a good sign, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like that 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 the U.S. dollar is being these these other um currencies that were historically um, better than the U.S. So. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, the big sexy show. Yeah, the whole the whole the whole world's economy is kind of fucked yeah. at this point. Yeah. And okay, should I wait until December slash January to buy Bitcoin or now? Don't wait, motherfucker. <laughs> don't wait. Just so, dollar cost averaging. There you go. Say, dollar yeah. cost average is, is the key. Yep. Um, ISO uh, two thousand. I sold 2022 cryptos like XRP for the win. New financial systems coming. Do your own research. Only invest in what you're willing to lose. Absolutely. And that's from yeah. Nicholas Bonsu. Shout out to you. Uh, Fear Hamal. Yeah. Thoughts oh, he goes, on Mana and Dot. I've been in Mana since 2013. What's Mana? I think 13, 13 cents, cents or something. Yeah. yeah since oh, 13 cents. cents. No, okay. they're, they're, good, they're good tokens. Mana is uh, the OG uh, GameFi token. It's pretty good. Pretty good. It, it's basically a big a VR game. Basically, is what it is and stuff with the token. Yeah, man, is cool. And then Dot, it's a great project as well. It's going to be a big later on in these next three years. It's going to be a big race between who controls the layer zero race between Cosmos and Dot. So I mean, shit, I'm just gonna buy both horses. Okay. <laughs> Tap two goes. Jewel, what could it pump to after Serendale 2.0 launch? God only knows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Twenty six cents right now? I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, it. it it can get a little pump and stuff, but you got to be, you always got to be careful with that. I mean, like chasing pumps around and stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, dollar cost average. Um, also, guys, yeah. 1.7K likes. Get us at least 2K, man. Don't be cheap with the likes, okay, man? You don't got to donate a dollar to the show. Uh, just like the goddamn video, free content. And then also get in the goddamn course. If you got a thousand bucks to invest, man, trust me, you're going to make that money plus then, Back. plus more with w- getting in this course. Uh, 
How many coins should you uh, buy to see massive gains in the next few years? If I bought BTC at 7K, even with the massive gain, I can't retire of 70K since I bought one BTC. Should uh, So should you buy 100 coins? Hope this makes sense. Hmm. I understand what he's trying to say. So can you go back to that question? I have to be able to see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, I'll read it one no, more no, time. No, no, I, oh, I, got I, it? Okay. I got it. I got it. So like basically there's the first part of the question, which is how many coins should be, uh, should you buy to see massive gains in the next few years? It doesn't matter. You can, you know, uh, I would say trying to like diversify into a number of coins doesn't isn't the, the good thing. You should basically have a portion of your portfolio, which is like a rudder to the ship, which yep. is Ethereum, right? Mm-hmm. That will give you enough gains. But then if you want, right, then you can decide, okay, if I'm going to use 50, let's say 50% of my portfolio in Ethereum, yeah. and the other 50%, I'm going to have like different layers of speculation. Okay. So I'm going to have my stuff that's for sure like Ethereum, then I'm going to have my stuff that make a maybe, right? Like a place stuff we call like light blue chips okay. um, in crypto that haven't made it through a bear market yet, but they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then we have our higher risk stuff down the line. And as you go higher risk, you have a lower percentage of your portfolio, just as you yeah. would with other asset classes. Exactly. You know? yeah. And you guys always advocate, uh, you don't want to hold more than how many was it like three to five coins? Different most, types? most people can't pay attention to more than seven coins at once. Okay. So, um, yeah. Unless they tend to lose, you know, sight of the different things that are yeah. going on with that. So we recommend, you know, if you start or starting into crypto, you know, start with a concentrated portfolio somewhere between you know two three to maybe seven uh coins and then maybe you know once you understand it you might end up getting into more coins under a certain ecosystem but that's totally up to you based on the knowledge that you gain and then the the reason the portfolio is solid advice the reason the portfolio is half a theorem is to basically kind of cover your butt if you just make very bad choices on this side right Ah, so the other 50 percent goes to zero then you got the for sure thing that'll Stable. make you good gains. And maybe, yeah. you know, will it get you to retirement? There's no guarantee on anything like that. Is Ethereum the leader now? Are we done with, like, BTC is not the... <laughs> so me me and Charlie fight over this. That's, go, a, go, well, go. that's a whole show in and of itself, right? Okay. So Ethereum is the technical winner by price appreciation, probably between now and forever, Okay. Yeah. right? <laughs> so there's no question. That's why we say win in doubt by ETH, yeah. because you're going to make the most gains with it, Yeah. right? right? Bitcoin is the boomer money of crypto, right? Yep. It's the the gold rock, yep. right? It has a great purpose. It's a great uh, asset, um, but it's going to be stable and it's going to be something that you use to stabilize your portfolio. But do you need it? That's debatable depending on your scenario, what your goals are, what your situation is, right? Yeah. Um, Ethereum is not as decentralized as Bitcoin. So yep. that's a risk that you're taking if you're going all towards Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So what we recommend is some Bitcoin, a good chunk of Ethereum, that's your stuff that's going to be stable. And that's yep. the stuff that's going to do well long term. And then the other stuff is the high risk stuff. We don't know. I mean, crypto is still a new industry. We don't know if that will of course, succeed. Yeah. But then, you know, if you have that long term focus and then you have uh, that risk management properly done, we actually have a credit risk manager um, or previous credit risk manager uh, in the financial uh, industry who does our risk management uh, webinar. And we yeah. basically tell everybody, watch the risk management webinar. It's one of the most maybe what people consider, quote unquote, boring webinars, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. it will save your ass. It will save you a Facts. lot of money. Yep. Yep. And we have another special guest. Shout out to Steve from accounting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Steve. He'll talk about taxes and crypto as well, guys, which is like a new thing. One of the few uh, accountants yeah. that deals yep. with um, yeah. crypto and taxes, guys. We're going to have him on the show probably Pretty later soon. this month or uh, early next month. Awesome All right, guys. Guy. Cool. Um, and I'll read these and we'll close out. Myron, you remember the CRP episode where he predicted a lot of this? Uh, I think so. Uh, John Volmar goes, what do you think about Phantom FTM? Love it. Okay. Great, Love great, it. Great question. John Hancock, you do have to donate, you brokies. Hella Ninja's out tonight. Yeah, you guys all got to donate. We just asked y'all to like the video, bro. We're never going to tell y'all, yo, donate to the stream. No, nah, man. Right. We, we give you guys this content for free. We want to give you guys that value. Um, Miguel. Yeah. yeah. Charlie, where can I find y'all? Uh, go to my uh, YouTube, which is Cultivate Crypto uh, on Talk YouTube. Talk to the title. 
Yep, exactly. And you can do that on so Cultivate Crypto on YouTube, Cultivate Crypto on Twitter, Cultivate Crypto on Instagram. Uh, YouTube is where we mainly give our content. Um, and also my the website um, is CultivateCrypto.com, uh, which is related towards uh, Cultivate Crypto. On and I was dropping gems. There we go. There we go. And you can follow me at oh, do- <laughs> Dollar Cost Crypto on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Please follow the official ones, man. I will not DM you on yes. Instagram. Wait. That guy was probably messaging a fraud yeah. or some shit. No, yeah. but, but I'm, I know we've had this little bit of a problem. There is people impersonating me and Charlie trying to rip people. different social media accounts. Mm. So trying to rip people off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we don't DM people directly, right? If you DM us, we might respond, but yeah. we're never going to send you a message first. All their real links are below, guys, um, on Instagram. Y'all need to get verified then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, guys, go go uh, go check them out. And then, guys, the course is live. And when does it close? On Tuesday, the 22nd at midnight Pacific Standard Time. Oh, shit. Y'all, y'all just there, got bro. a few days. You guys better get in there right now, man. In We're there. in there ourselves. So, yo, get in there, man. Uh, it's a thousand bucks. I guarantee you're going to make that money back immediately with just a couple plays with these and guys. some of you, you go to the club and spend two thousand bucks. Spend on yourself. Yeah. Half yeah. the money. Yeah. Y'all, slip well. on, y'all spend a thousand bucks on bitches that don't even like you. I'm going to keep it all the way one thousand. Some of you guys be out there sipping on these girls that don't give a fuck about you. You might as well invest that one thousand. She's going to leave anyway, nigga. Yeah, she's going to leave with us. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well invest that goddamn money. All right. Yo, and I got to shout you guys out for buying Ethereum under a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. How long? I mean, since the last time we we we, we were last year, right? It, it dropped down to about eight hundred eighty eight dollars, give or take. Yeah. You guys bought it nine hundred, eight hundred, thousand, yeah. eleven hundred, still in profit right now. Yeah, yeah. I took some money about a watch. Yeah, man. Nice. So yeah, rolling, rolling, man. Course is value too. So uh, yeah, guys. Yo, like the video. Check them out, guys. All their links are below. Get in the goddamn course. Um, it closes on Tuesday, so you only got a few days to act. Don't we'll wait. Catch you guys back here with some lovely ladies for the after hour show. They are cultivate crypto and dollar cost crypto. Check them, check them out. Peace. Peace. I ran, I ran so far.